Hey, what's up? It's Mike. And David. The hosts of the Humble Threads podcast. Thank you for checking out our show. Our earlier episodes have great content, but the audio recordings were not the best. However, we have a large catalog of episodes and invite you to skip around and check them out in any order you like. We upload bi-weekly and are available on all podcast platforms. Stay up to date with us on Instagram at humblethreads.network. And as always, stay humble. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Humble Threads Season 3 Low-Key Royale, a bi-weekly podcast that feels like a cozy chat with good friends talking about life and sharing relatable stories. I am not your sick, but this crazy allergy co-host, David Graves. And I'm Michael Hart. Oof. If you're feeling how I'm feeling, man, this pile's getting me, but Mike, we got to get to it. All right, you know, let's get humble. What's going on in the mind of Mike? Absolutely. Welcome, everybody, to episode 59. We're going to hit this strong. So obviously, in, in the interim of the last episode, we had a holiday um, come and go. Uh, that holiday was Mother's Day. Um, you know, I know we all around the world, uh, even between me and David, we all do different things when it comes to Mother's Day. Um, yes, but for, for my family, we usually all go over to my, uh, my parents' place, and we usually do like a cookout or basically her kids bring the food. Uh, and she does nothing. She just she just gets to be there and experience the fun of having her kids around. Um, and we just have a good time as a family all together. So just to get, uh, like a like a low key kickback, um, a family barbecue type style. We had ribs. We had chicken. We had corn. Uh, we had the uh, Hawaiian uh, little mini dinner rolls there. We had a watermelon. Oh, man. man, we had a good oh, time. Man. Um, but uh, how about you, Dave? Uh, anything go down well, uh, for your family on uh, Mother's Day? He, I know that, for... I know you got your own. Your you know your soon oh, to be. Uh, yeah, you, know, you are the daddy, Dave. So of course there was a mother having a Mother's Day in that household over there. Of course, but we can't pass up that Mike didn't like have his mom do a yo-yo trick with him because I saw it. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah, I did. Can't forget that. So, yeah, thanks. Thanks for throwing that back out there. Um, yeah. So there's this trick called the DNA. It's like super viral on most anything. You can do this trick and post a video and it's going to do numbers. Um, and so you basically throw the yo-yo sideways, catch it on your finger and spin it like a basketball. Um, and you can do a cool trick with the string. And I was able to do it with this yo-yo, pass the yo-yo over to my mom's uh, finger. So she was now spinning it. And then I was able to do the, the DNA trick and, and get it down. It's all, it's all over social media. You can go find it at Do What's Fun or on, uh, on Instagram and over on YouTube at Throw Lab uh, if you want to go check it out. But yeah, uh, right. that, was, that, was right. a, that was a cool moment for sure. I was about to say, it's all on Instagram. We can't just pass over that. Um, but yeah, man, we had Mother's Day. But shout out to all the mothers out there. Um, we're a little late. But, you know, we're still celebrating you guys. But for our Mother's Day uh, for here, Caden uh, kind of slept in a little bit and we just kind of chilled. And then I said, I'm not cooking breakfast. I'm sorry. We don't really have the breakfast stuff. And I hate making pancakes from scratch. So I ordered breakfast. I uh, got DoorDash. I actually was excited about that. We went to this beer garden that I forget where it's. I think it's not the Brandywine. What, whatever. It's, it's a river that's close to us. I guess, and I forget what it's called, but they have like a beer garden there and they do special events there all the time. So we went to that 
it was kind of cool. Uh, There's only two places to get drinks, so the lines were crazy. But they had little things like people come down and you can buy stuff from them. Um, this one girl painted like Air Force Ones and did shirts and stuff. I got this beef jerky that sucked. It sucks so bad, guys. Uh, it's There's no flavor. It's like one of the beef jerkies where it's like an old Western guy just chews it like a lot. Like that's what it's like. It's crazy. Your yeah. draw strength will be wild after that. Yeah. Um, we did end up dealing with some rude people. Uh, we kind of put ourselves stuff on a bench, and we just went to go walk around. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, and we came back, and they just like put all our stuff in Caden's stroller and just moved it to the side. Like it was, it was weird. They saw us there the whole time, so I'm like, you know, you guys didn't want to wait until we got back to ask us. So I kind of pee like pissed Ashley off, so she just was like, I'm ready to go. So we left. Um, we went back home. We cooked out a little bit. We watched the Sixers absolutely blow it. I don't even want to talk about it, but that happened. Then I gave her a Mother's Day gift. She just wanted a little necklace with like Caden's name on it, so I went to our friendly neighborhood Etsy, which they always do a great job, uh, especially those people. It's just a little circle that says Caden on it, and I think it's like a gold chain. Um, then I got some other extracurricular activity stuff that was pretty funny. Uh, Ashley... Ashley always gets, she gets upset in the beginning, and then she's like, all right, actually, let me go see it later. Um, but I told her, you know, we have a wedding we're saving up for, and I have a surprise for her. What is, I don't know if you guys did that, Mike. Um, I feel like her family's just like a lot of gift, gift, gift. No, you know not really. I mean? Like, I feel like I'm the Grinch. But at, I guess at the wedding before you go, like, you give the woman a gift or something, like, while she's getting changed. Nope. Exactly. Thank you. So I, I wasn't actually. I, the only thing that we did traditionally at our wedding was uh, that morning, the morning of the wedding, she mm-hmm. like left and went to her grandmother's house where she got ready, and I didn't see her again until like moments before we got actually married. Like she walked up because right. we did an out outdoor uh, wedding um, mm-hmm. and things like that. So. Um, that's the only kind of like, I guess, tradition we did. Like I, I didn't see her all morning that morning. Yeah. You're not, well, you're not supposed to like Mark got Melissa something. Uh, my brother-in-law, he got her something and she opened it while she was getting ready. But like, they'd be telling me stuff. That's just like, you're supposed to get a push present for when you deliver a baby. What? Like, I've never heard of that ever in my life. Um, when you ask somebody to be your bridesmaid and then at the uh, rehearsal dinner, the bride, like, when you ask someone, you give them a little gift, whatever it'll be, and then you give them another gift at the dinner, uh, and then you're supposed to give the bride a gift before they walk down the aisle. Like when they, And I'm like, this seems very, like, I feel like the Grinch, every time I talk to her about this, I'm like, this seems very commercialized. Like, I feel like you guys see these TikToks and you run with it. You know what I mean? So, I'm glad Mike is yeah, the only one. I, I was going to give my groomsmen a gift, and Ash was like, well, why don't you save that gift for the dinner? I was like, excuse me? <laughs> he was like, yes, you're supposed to give them like, something to ask them, then you give them something at the dinner. I was like, what? So, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. neither here nor there. That was our Mother's Day. It was pretty laid back, relaxed. We didn't we didn't do anything too crazy, but we were trying to save some money. Sure thing. So, it was what it was. So, this, this week, um, one of my favorite franchises, Destiny 2, Dropped a brand new season, Season of the Deep. Um, We are finally back on uh, the planet Titan, which is actually a moon, I believe, of Neptune. Um, And uh, we are now going underwater. Um, 
there's now these like new sequences where you have to go down you have to kind of run between certain like air pocket bubbles to stay alive and and there's a whole new thing but they added the like i don't know who asked for this and i'm but i'm here for it <laughs> they added like a mini game to the game but it's not so much a mini game as just something you can do now so mm. to embrace this like underwater um idea this season they legitimately put fishing into the game i saw that so you can now just go fishing and get and you know catch fish and then cash those fish in for rewards or uh armor or engrams or money or who knows what uh probably my type of game yeah i mean i got a buddy that's like i just can't wait to, to log in get past the first uh beginning mission and just fish um and i'm like you know what i'm here for it um i'm about games kind of putting in some extracurriculars that have some purpose but aren't the game you know right i don't know if you fishing i I like fishing i personally hate getting the fish off the hook in real life so fishing in video games just makes it more fun to me but the biggest thing though mike Hmm. that armor for the warlock is sick i oh, feel like yeah. we finally got some cool armor for warlocks i always feel like they skimp over us but like the samurai like oh yeah one that thing looks sick uh, so i definitely need to play it i need to play it with mike i i still have to beat the story um, yeah cj that had been slacking on me but i'm definitely about to start playing with mike whenever he's on he's gotta let me know it, it i mean it so far seems fun i played through the first like opening story mission to just kind of like set the pace of what's going on um, there's a whole new like area on Titan that you can get to underwater. Um, lots of lots of cool stuff so far. Um, looking forward to diving in a little bit further uh, to just see kind of what else the season has for me. And of course, I'm going to be checking out the fishing. Um, I don't know. I think it's wild they put it in there, but it's kind of topical, so I get it. Um, Look out for maybe uh, something on our Instagram. Maybe we'll record a little thing of me and Mike fishing. Maybe. Maybe popping some some brewskis one night and just just sitting there in Destiny Two fishing. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> on more of like I guess a home improvements uh, side of things. For a while, we've had this like holly tree in front of the house, um, and it's been like like probably about a the holly tree was about like a foot from like the edge of our house. So like the found it was right next to the foundation. And obviously, anyone who knows anything about uh, owning a home is you never really want trees close to your foundation. Because the nope. root system will eventually just kick out the foundation and push the bricks in, um, yep. or cinder blocks or whatever your foundation's made of, and yep. um, so naturally it was it was the the tree had probably gotten to about maybe almost like nine feet tall probably like it was getting it was getting kind of up there, um, and so of also course, falling on your house that's another it, no it wasn't big enough to cause damage um, okay. it was just it was super like thin but tall. Um, okay. And uh, probably, I don't know, like, I'm trying to think of, like, the, like the size of the uh, the trunk, I guess. Because it wasn't that big. Probably, like, like a the... volleyball pole? Uh, yeah, kind of. Like, uh, okay. kind, yeah, um, definitely, kind of like, if I had to, if I had to put, a, like, a, it was probably, like, that big. I'm making a, I'm, this is, this is an audio format podcast, but I'm making a shape with my hands that David can see. Um, Tetherball pole, guys. Yeah, 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 right. Like, still, still pretty substantial. Um, but yeah, I got out the chainsaw and just, uh, you know, rip and dipped, got, got that thing uh, down, um, rip and dip. <laughs> um, and, uh, knocked that thing down and we dragged it off into the woods where uh, it'll stay now. 
Um, I'll write that one down. You should have kept it for some firewood. Well, I mean, oh, well, yeah, we got it still. It's just like our our, our yard backs into the woods, so we just have like an we area where we mic. throw all the the, uh, the pieces and things. We need another Mike and Carolyn bonfire. That was really we were thinking bonfire. about it actually. Uh, we we uh, probably soon. Um, I don't know who's who's all coming. I know like not everyone, not everyone, uh, you know, vibes with everybody right now. But uh, you know, I'm about hey, it. Man. I'll be there even if I don't buy it. Listen, I mind my business. I have fun. I'm there to hang with you. Okay. I don't really care who else is. All right. Bet. Um, all right. And of course, as as I was mentioning last time, I went from Dark Souls 1, started playing Dark Souls 3. <laughs> um, I am honestly just waiting for a game that we're going to talk about a little bit later to come out, which will be dropping next week. Super excited. Um, but I am the farthest I've ever been in Dark Souls 3. Um, I... I don't know why I never finished it in the first place. I think I reached a certain boss and just kind of gave up a couple years ago. Um, but now that I've beaten Elden Ring several times over and I beat um, Dark Souls 2, I did give up on Dark Souls 1, but anyone out there who's played Dark Souls 1 would understand because it's just a nightmare to have to walk between the bonfires without fast traveling. That shit sucks. Um, so I just gave up specifically out of spite because I just did not want to walk to another bonfire again. Um, but anyway, so in Dark Souls 3, I'm on the farthest I've ever been. I'm on like the, like the Prince Loric, uh, boss fight. Um, but I've never been this high up as far as souls. I think I'm, um, soul level 80 right now. Um, so I really want to try to get to a hundred before I, I finish the game. But anyway, it's, it's, it's been going well. I'm really enjoying seeing parts of this game that I've ne- I've just never seen before. Um, but yeah, so. Regardless, you know, I like my video games, but I'm also uh, kind of like a handheld analog type person. You know, I love yo-yoing. I love kind of like skill toys in general. Um, mm-hmm. And I just found out that one of the uh, a guy in my office also is really good at the solving the Rubik's Cube. Um, and the Rubik's Cube is something I picked up like a, a long time ago um, and just decided that, you know, what's the well, first of all, I was inspired because. Um, something about a Rubik's cube that I really, really love knowing is that no matter how like jumbled or scrambled, uh, the Rubik's cube is, there are always more than one ways to solve it. Um, there's like a standard way that kind of takes you through all the steps. There are ways you can do it faster. There are ways to like analyze the cube. So I think it's a really good metaphor in general for like, uh, tough situations in life that even though you might at first not know how to solve something, there's usually a solution. Uh, just takes some work. Um, so uh, anyway, I, uh, you know, me and him challenged each other to try to see who we could solve faster. I oh actually, it's not, I don't have it near me right now, but I have a speed cube as well as in a traditional cube. So traditional cubes. What does that mean? So, well, I can show you later, but a speed, a, a traditional cube, you know, you can move the pieces. It's kind of stiff. Um, it's hard to kind of shift quickly. Um, but a speed cube is like optimized for motion. So you can just be like, and it's like really quickly move the sides. Um, it's designed obviously to, to for speed and to get it done faster. So uh, I've been working on that. And so far the speed cube, I, I got one. It was on Amazon, I think for like 10 bucks or something. Um, it uh, I've got my time down from like two minutes to like a minute 30 um, solving the cube. I've been getting pretty good at it. I don't know. Um, David, have you ever tried to solve a Rubik's Cube? I do not like Rubik's Cube. <laughs> I don't know if it's like, I'm starting to, as I get older and people are divulging more things through TikTok, etc. My ADHD doesn't allow me to uh, like 
solve those. I don't know why. Like, I, I recently also just discovered, like, a lot of people who have ADHD um, don't remember, like, road signs or, like, pathways of travel and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, so I'm not the only one. Uh, me and my neighbor have that. And they were saying, like, Rubik's Cubes and stuff like that, like, problem solving like that doesn't work well with me i do love puzzles like i love solving stuff like i think that's part of the reason why i love graphic designing because i'm in there figuring out any type of way but i remember i bought a rubik's cube my mom bought me one from rite aid i can remember like it was just the same probably around the same time i got a yo-yo but i remember i got it i said all right cool i like just went at it i just mixed it up i said all right cool time to solve it i was trying to solve it for like i think a whole night and i got so frustrated i was like i'm done like because you have to Michael probably explained it, but you just have to remember, like, there is certain ways to get it solved, and there's certain ways to get through it, and remembering things, kind of like chess, like certain moves. I can't do that, so. Um, I mean, if you're if you're out there and you and you you know you just have a Rubik's cube that's unsolved, and you just go to try to solve it without understanding the algorithms you need to solve it, you'll. You, the chances of you solving it just by chance are slim to none. Um, exactly. But that, like that, but that's what I kind of what I like about it because there's a teachable sequence that, as long as you understand the right uh, movements in the right sequence, um, kind of like learning digits of pi. Like if you if you understand the sequence, you can solve it every single time, no matter how scrambled the cube is. Um, and to me, that's like super endorphin setting off. Like it, like when, when I can see a cube that's scrambled somewhere and be like, I can solve that. Like, I know I can solve that definitively. There is not a, uh, you know, a three by three cube out there that's scrambled that I, that I couldn't solve, uh, mm-hmm. because I understand the sequence. Um, but yeah, Ruby's cubes. I mean, they're not for everybody. I get it. Um, I will say there is one thing I want to get <laughs> that kind of reminds me of a Ruby's cube. And we'll dive later into this in the show, but like they have a um, like for fighting games, like when you're practicing combos, they have like a button thing where you just move. It has the four buttons and it's smaller, but it helps you memorize combos. Oh shit! When you're doing this, so that that kind of helps. That is kind of cool. Some some of them are high tech and they'll tell you if you're right or wrong if you put in the combos, which is kind of cool. But that is sweet. I don't know. Um, and of course, gang, the weather is getting beautiful out. So seeing as how it was Mother's Day, uh, we were cooking out at my parents' place. Um, this week, uh, we finally brushed off the cover of our grill, cracked that seal, and uh, got some chicken uh, grilling up on it, and it was delicious. Um, how about you, Dave? I know you said you grilled a little bit on uh, on Mother's Day. Um, yeah, yeah. Because you have that, you have that wood chip grill. Like I got the standard propane, run of the mill thing. Yeah, You're gonna go find I'm the just... depot. But you got that wood chip grill, man. I I hate it every year. I say I hate it, but I'm lying. Like, I hate it because it's, like, the charcoal and getting the charcoal started. And sometimes you need more lighter fluid on the the charcoal or you need the wood chips with the charcoal. But um, Mother's Day, I I think I finally perfected it two years, three years later, whatever. But it was was cooking, boy. We had so – we made some uh, chicken wings. Um, And what I like to do is I like to cook the chicken wings first, get the sauce, then spread the sauce on it. And then I'll have a little bit of the sauce left over and I can toss it and everything. And they were really good. Um, we got this new stuff. Uh, it's like hot honey. Um, you've probably seen it in your local markets. I forget the name brand. They have like hot honey and they have extra hot honey. So we've been doing that. And uh, I've been blatantly harassed because I also have a smoker attached to the grill that I need to start smoking. But with, with you know, no offense 
to a lot of the women out there. You know, I, I imagine most of y'all probably know because some of you may be like smoking. The women in my neighborhood don't understand how long it takes to smoke something. And Ashley's like, well, you got it. So I said, I would be up from 4 a.m. till 10 a.m. Because you have to regulate the heat. Um, they do have thermometers that go to your phone and everything. But I guess that's my mission this summer. I might do like maybe a pork shoulder. Uh, we'll see. I don't know. Dang. But it is time. That would time be sick. So we're, so, you know, in between the, the anime shows that me and Carolyn like to watch, um, I asked her the other day if she's ever seen Doctor Who. Um, and so Doctor Who is like a sci-fi, if you don't know, like time traveler type alien show um, that's been around since seemingly the dawn of time. It's been it's one of the longest running shows that came from, like, I guess the BBC um, British Broadcasting Network, if you don't know. Um, and they recently did like a full reboot back in like 2005. But this show has been around since like I think the 70s or something. Like it's one of it's a really old television show that's been that's that's always kind of gone through different actors, different things, telling the story forward. But they kind of rebooted the whole series in 2005, and now and that series is now still on the air and still kind of going through iterations. But I think Carolyn's sister mentioned that she was watching, I think, the uh, David Tennant uh, series when he was doing it and said she really liked it. And it kind of sparked Carolyn's interest to want to give it a try. So we found it out on uh, HBO. They have all the seasons since 2005 forward. Uh, It's the most hokiest, cheesiest, like low budget show ever. Um, At least it was back then. And it's still it's just still kind of hokey. But the. uh, the overall writing and storylines are, are are actually pretty cool, and there's tons and tons of like British uh, famous actors doing cameos in the earlier seasons uh, when they were maybe less popular in their uh, roles and things like that. Uh, but it's been a good time. Um, it's been a while since I've watched any of the Doctor Who. I'm I'm a fan of the old series. Is what kind of what I was raised on with my family. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Have you, David? Have you ever watched Doctor Who, or, or do you know what it is? I do know what it is, and in my mind, there's like three tiers of uh, nerds, <laughs> you have, like, the comic book nerds, and like you have the base level, which is like I always say, base level is like Star Wars, Marvel, DC, blah blah blah, and then you get deeper where it's like Star Trek, Doctor Who, and then you get even deeper, and there's some other shows where you're like what, like Battlestar Galactic, like the, that's the that's too far. Um, but I've just never, Doctor Who's never intrigued me, um, but I know a lot of people who I know, like, they're like Marvel stuff and whatever, like, you don't like Doctor Who? I'm like, I don't understand, I don't understand it. Um, I also have a hard time giving shows a chance, like, maybe one day I'll give it a chance, but I do remember when we were at, um, Fan Expo, which is happening next weekend, I don't know if Mike's busy, but we'll see, um, David Tennant was there and he had an interview, um, and they were talking about his time as, uh, Doctor Who and who might be the next doctor after him um so it's pretty cool yeah i don't know we seem to we seem to be enjoying it it's kind of like that show that we just like put on when we got nothing right. else to watch and uh just want something on right. the background um but that's it for me that's what's going on in the mind of mike what's going on in the world of graves guys before i get into this crazy story um mike's suggesting doctor i do want to say two shows that i watched um uh, one show is on Netflix. It's called Night Agent. If you haven't seen it, please watch it. It's really cool. Um, definitely like a spy thriller drama. Mike, you know, if you guys are bored and haven't watched anything, 
We've also been watching this other one that's been made by the Russo brothers. It's on Amazon Prime. It's called Citadel, which is kind of cool. Um, we've been diving into different shows now. I do like our, I think we like the spy espionage government overthrowing type movies and shows. So we've been checking that out. But man, y'all buckle in, buckle in for the week from hell, y'all. So last week, um, I've just been trying to get our, our stuff together. We opened up a joint account, me and Ashley. Uh, Mike suggested this. So thank you to Mike and any other couples out there who need this advice. Uh, credit goes to Mike. But we opened up a joint account so that way our bills will always be taken out of that account. There's no excuses. We don't have to, you know, send each other money. Everything's just taken out. And Mike and Carolyn brought this uh, to our attention one time, I think like last year when we were out. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, she, uh, Herrera. Uh, she was still pregnant. So we're, yeah. we're at a like a Mexican food restaurant. Yeah. And um, Ash was kind of fighting with the fact because. She's she's a new age woman where it's like, I don't want to do an account. You know, I want my money to be my money and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, finally she realized it's a better idea instead of me having to send her money and vice versa. So we did that and we opened up Caden's account. So I said, you know, maybe one day I'll switch over and everything. But so I, I'm in work. HR calls me and I'm like, oh, hey. And she's like, hey, oh, you're in the office. I was like, yes, I'm in the office. So she goes, hey, can you just come come here real quick? We just had to ask you something. I said, OK. Um, I'm not going to mention this full person's name, but I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know where they're at. I, I have no idea, but just for, you know, uh, person disclosure, they said, Hey, do you know this person? Are you related to this person? Not anywhere close to my first name or last name. Um, I said, I do not. I have no idea who that is. And they said, all right, can you check out your routing and uh bank account number? I said, sure. She said, is that correct? I said, that's correct. And she said, can you look at this paper? Is, is that correct? I said, yes. She said, okay, well, you two have the same bank account number. And I said, what? So apparently me and this guy have the same bank account number and he was at my bank as well. And I've never had any issue of money being taken out, money being put in. Like I, I, I my money has been my money um, from stuff I've bought and that I've seen. So I said, huh? Like, I don't know. I have no idea. And she was like, yeah, because usually if you have a bank account number, the four numbers in front of it sometimes are zeros. And then they'll tr- they'll change them once they give information to, you know, uh, direct deposit form, etc. So we have the same numbers. And the guy hasn't been employed at my job for like five years. So it was hilarious because I was like, what? So our pay losses who we use brought his information up and it pinged it and it notified my HR like this isn't right. So I was like, uh, so they closed out my accounts and I said, wow. So I call my bank. I'm not going to say the name of my bank. Uh, who knows what could happen? Lawsuits or whatever. But I hate my bank with a passion. They will lock your card and not tell you because if they see something, they think it's suspicious. They'll lock it. They won't email you. They won't call you. They won't text you. You will just know because it's swiping and it's not working, which happened to me prior to that week. And I had to get them to unlock it. They're like, oh, we saw this. And it was a mid-journey thing. I subscribed to mid-journey. They're like, we saw this and we locked this. And so you guys didn't call me or anything? And they're like, oh, no, we didn't. I said, oh, okay, cool. So I called them. I said, this is a one in a million chance. Uh, and I kind of have a doozy for you. But um, my name is David Graves. And she's like, okay, I just want to know who I had the pleasure of speaking with. I said, my name is David Graves, whatever. Um, 
Then I was like, this guy at my job, he used to work there. He has the same bank account and, and routing number, which we should have, as me. And she goes, okay, uh, can I can I have your full name again? Give her my full name. Uh, can I have your address? I said, well, I, I moved, and you guys might still have my Westchester address. I've switched it a couple times. I was like, yeah, so it's 530, and she was like, or I said it was uh, 2 something. Like, it was said it was my new address. She was like, nope. I was like, okay, well, it might be my Westchester address. So I gave her my Westchester address, and this lady gave me the most attitude while I'm on the phone, y'all. So it was making me even more mad. So I said, do you just, and she kept asking me my address and everything. I said, do you want my social security number or my security questions? And then she finally let me give her that. And I said, okay, cool. So here's the situation. And she was like, well, I think your HR might be wrong. I said, they're not wrong. I'm looking at the information right now verbatim in my hand. And she said, well, I don't even know if I'm really talking to David. Like, I don't know. And I was like, who, like, what is going on? What is, so I said, okay, cool. I was like, I'll be in tomorrow. Don't worry, but I'll, I'll come down tomorrow. And she was like, oh, well, which one are you coming to? I said, I'm coming to the one you're at. I'm coming to the one that's near Rita's. And I'm coming to you. I'm coming. She's like, oh, okay. Like, you know, I said, like, what are y'all doing? So I get in there. <clears throat> Next day, I'm mad because number one, they canceled all my direct deposit uh, stuff because they didn't want it to mess up anything. So I have to get my check printed. Which sucks even more. So I go in. I take a half day. I tell my boss situation. She's like, wow. Go ahead. Take your half day. Use my PTO. I'm like, Jesus. So I get in there. I said, hey, I don't know who I talked to yesterday on the phone. They were very rude. Um, they didn't really come to have any like solutions for me. Like, you guys should have took the information, investigated it, and figured out what was going on. And I think I was talking to the lady who was, I was on the phone with. She was like, oh, okay. Well, what was the issue? And I said, well... Here's the paper, and this guy has the same information that I have, and it was at my work. One in a million shot. She's like, oh, okay, well, you know, I'll take it, and uh, we'll do some investigating on it. Like, hey, you haven't noticed any discrepancies in my in your bank account? I said, no, but you all need to audit my bank account because you need to see if there's anything that might have, might, maybe, who knows, might have been from his account to my account, etc. Because um, my mom is also tied to my account, so we can send money to each other or whatever. She said, okay, I'll take it, and blah, blah, blah. So I went to our new bank, and I opened up another account and everything, and I said, I'm done. Like, I'm leaving that bank, and I told the new bank about it, and they're like, oh, yeah, that's a breach of, like, your privacy and everything. Like, they sh there's no way they should have that happen. Like, that's a legal suit on their hands. I said, sure. So I got rid of that. Then my HR says, hey, this was Tuesday. Uh, so my HR says, hey, uh, you got to come in and get your check. Um, so when do you want to come in? I said, all right, well, I can come in Friday. Cause I was like, maybe Friday is good. Cause then I can just come in and leave, have a half a day, whatever. So Friday rolls around. I get there. Um, I clock in at eight at eight twenty. HR messages me saying, Hey, no one can make it in to give you your check. Can you come in Monday? So I immediately call my boss and tell her the situation. She was like, do you want me to talk to HR? Cause that's like that's blasphemy like there's they should come in like they told you they'll be in they should come in so i said now nah, i message them so i messaged them i said hey i'm here so like is there any way someone can come and give me my stuff and then the one lady was like okay i'll be in 30 minutes i was like if you like you knew i was going to come so like why weren't you just here at 8 a.m and you could have went home so eventually they give me my check i said cool half day rolls around I'm like all right let me go to this bank it says it's in coatesville this bank is only allowed to be used by the people who live in the residency of that neighborhood i didn't even know and i probably should have just read the fine print so i said okay 
cool. So I was like, let me go home. And I'm pretty sure it's a retirement home. So I was like, let me go home. Let me just finish up my work day. Go home, look at my backpack. My laptop's not there. I left it at my desk. So I messaged my boss again, told her the situation. She said, David, just use your PTO. Take half a day. Like, I know it's been a crazy week for you. So, like, just relax. Get your mind right for this week, you know, the week coming up and, and getting it together. So I was like, all right. So I, I like, this week was just crazy. I'm currently about to close with that old bank, and I will never go back to them again. They're terrible. Their customer service is terrible. Everything about them is terrible. Their app, it's all bad. Um. If anyone ever talks to me and says, hey, I'm thinking about opening up, I will tell you no. Uh, this new bank is amazing. They they took care of me. I'm, I'm even saying it's WSFS. They took care of me. They did everything, the wispus, if you will. And uh, they got everything straight for me. It was amazing. And I didn't have any hiccups. Their app's amazing. Everything's cool. So um, the way I write this was uh, me and my brother went to go see the Guardians movie. If you guys haven't seen it, I gave it a 9.5 out of 10. Best Marvel trilogy Best Marvel trilogy, hands down, to date. Through line, you can watch all three of the movies and not watch any of the other Marvel stuff and still be good. It's crazy. So, good movie, but before then, I ran to my job, which was kind of near the movie theater in KOP, grabbed my laptop, and then I went to the movie theater. Me and my brother had a drink um, at Yards, uh, so that was fun. We ate. I said, yeah, I need this drink, man. I need to, I just need to, like, chill and, you know. So, we had the conversation. We just hung out. But man, that week was crazy, y'all. Yo. That sounds so nuts. I did like there were I didn't want to interrupt any of it because like there it was just like I kept waiting for like a punchline and you were just getting punched. <laughs> and I was That's like funny. and I was like, Oh no, maybe he's got it this time. Oh look, it's Dude. it seems like it's resolving. Nope. Something else went down and I Oh man. Uh, like and let me say this to you guys like i am a person who believes in energy and stuff like that so when this happened when the when the first time happened where my hr called me in it was a new moon whole brand new moon it's not a full moon this is a reset of the moon so i said this might be messing up the feng shui of you know you know what i mean but you know get the bad luck out of the way first and then your good luck will be soon to follow yeah but yeah man be. i Damn. The odds of that happening, slim. Go buy a lottery ticket, man. <laughs> you yeah, know what I'm saying? it's about to happen. I'm about to do something soon, but yeah. So that that happened, and um, thank God, like I said, the new the new banks happening, and thank God for Mike for suggesting that because now we're on a good roll. We're saving money for our wedding, and we're getting everything together. Um, and then come to find out, like we just have a bunch of extra money in that account, chilling for you know emergencies or whatever we need it for. So which is good. Um, and then this thing, I kind of took Mike by surprise by putting this on here, but, uh, his wife, Carolyn also has a jewelry shop. If you haven't checked it out, oh my God, why am I forgetting the name? Heart and Hearth Co. Or Heart, Heart or Hearth Co. Hearth, Hearth, H-E-A-R-T-H, Hearth. Check it out. It's, it's amazing. Um, my friend, Laura, uh, if you haven't heard Laura Magaloon Art, she's on Instagram as well. She does a lot of like paintings and things with her hands as well, like keychains and stuff. And Mike's wife kind of does the same thing, but she does earrings and jewelry. But I was like, man, like that's kind of cool. And me and Mike have been talking. We miss D and D. We're trying to get some D and D going. Um, we've been writing some stuff. I've been writing some stuff in ChatGPT. Soon enough, we'll probably have something at my house soon. Um, but 
I've been seeing people doing custom like D and D dice. Um, it looks relatively easy. Somebody made a Lord of the Rings dice. They just bought a little thing and then like did the mold and everything. And I was like, huh, like I I really do enjoy my D and D dice. Um, I have a metal dice. I have a blue and gold dice. Um, and then I think I, I might have one more set that my friends have gave me, but I looked online. It looks relatively cheap. You buy the casing for it. You pour the, uh, mixture in it. I don't know what the mixture is and you can put stuff in it, uh, whether it's colored and you can paint it and stuff like that. But I'm like, yo, I've also wanted to start opening an Etsy shop and selling some of my designs. So I said, why not make some dice? So I think pretty soon I'll be making some, some D and D dice. Um, and we'll be trying some stuff out. That's I don't awesome. Know. I, it, it looks fun to me, and I love D&D. And I was like, yo, man, I do miss doing physical art instead of digital art because we did it all when I was in school. So we'll, we'll see. We're going to we're gonna get some themed ones going. Maybe some, like, I don't even know, like some Star Wars ones. Maybe, who knows, like dragon. Maybe I'll get, like, little dragon teeth or something and put them in the dice. And really all people do is they just paint the numbers and um or they'll have interesting designs on the numbers um which doesn't seem too hard maybe i can get like a hot like thing and then press it into the dice uh so that way it's always there but they do have ones that have numbers and some that have symbols for like the d20 and etc um, and a lot of people seem to like those so, like I, when people buy it i would just ship it and call it a day so we might start getting into that this summer um i do miss physical art so We'll be doing that, Mike. Have you ever thought about like some physical art? I know you also have an art degree, so yeah, uh, I go through like 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 pockets of art, um, like physical art, because these days, like my physical art is in a way my yo-yoing. It's kind of a performance mm-hmm. art, um, but like actual painting or physically creating with my hands. Um, it really comes in like a weird phase. I suddenly just get the bug and I'm just creating something. It might be something so just out of control, like a, a abstract, usually a painting of some kind. Um, I Because that's where, mostly where my degree lies is with painting. Um, but I haven't really had that itch in a long time since I've been like hyper focusing on posting yo-yo content. Um, and so for me, that's kind of the art form that I, that I'm experiencing currently. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I think I saw, I, like I, I saw it on, um, this one dude did, did some crazy ones. This one guy put the Lord of the Rings ring with a little bit of red dye. I think like, I don't know how he did it, but he put it in there and you can see it. And this other guy did, what's the, I forget what the one D and D monster is with the one eye. Oh, uh, Beholder. The Beholder. He did a Beholder one where it was the dice and it was an eye in there. And no matter which way you turned it, the eye was always facing up, like looking at you, Whoa. which was really cool. And I was like, man, you know, I I would love to just make some themed dice like Guardians of the Galaxy just came out, like making some Guardians of the Galaxy dice would be cool. Um, who knows, like whatever else would come, come to mind and maybe just doing like special releases. Um, I do miss selling my art. A lot of people do want to always buy my art and I'm always like, ah, I don't have a shop, but I recently opened up my Etsy. I'm not going to give you the name yet. Cause there's nothing on there. There's like a fake thing on there. I don't want anybody buying that, but 
you know, whether it be Father's Day D&D cards, um, Mother's Day cards, uh, you know, Godfather cards for whoever. Like, I want to start getting into that. So that's awesome. We'll see. Yeah, I honestly can't wait for that. Uh, I know you can do some really cool stuff. You show me that uh, that teaser the, of that special project you're working on lately. Oh yeah, and uh, I, I yeah, it looks so good. I'm so excited to see what else you do with that. Um, yeah. There's a lot that's going to come out. Uh, David's been working on something for a while now, and uh, man, I, I, it's going to be worth the wait. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, just um, we could we could talk about that a little bit too. I could so we could put it out there to the the midnight people. But uh, I've been working on a um a short like film, kind of. Um, I've been I I've been working on the bulk of it for a while now, and I recently just finished the the hard finish of it, and then I have to film it. But that was a learning experience in itself, um, because certain programs I'm not privy to, and I haven't bought the classes yet because I don't have the money to buy the classes, which I do want to. Um, but I've been on YouTube heavy doing that. But I, I finished the beginning yesterday a little bit, and I showed Mike a little bit without some background music and everything, just very skeletal to try and get the thing from it. But my biggest thing is always, I'm a firm believer in this, and I have to teach myself this. If you're an artist out there, make the thing and then put it down. Whatever it is, put it down. And then I'd like to put it down, not look at it for a couple of days. Like I might not even work on it tonight. I might not work on it until next week. I'll look at it, come back and say, oh, this, I don't like this. Maybe I'm going to change the color of this and do that. Um, so, but I think it'll be out during the next snapshot just so it'll get as much buzz as it needs to. Because um, when you release those things around the times when they put out some news, it tends to help. Do we know when the but, next dead drop snapshots expected? Yeah, I think it's either June sixteenth or June twenty fourth. Oh shit! So kind of soon. In between Sick. Them. It was three months since it's been three months since me and Kev went to Texas, and that was the last one. So they said three months apart will always be that. There is another. Oh man, I don't know the date. I don't know the date. Well, I have to talk to you guys in the group chat. But there's another dead drop tournament that um. It's open to anyone, so you could join. Wow. But it's pistols this time. Oh, my God. Just pistols. But can you put a scope on it? Yeah, like, you can do whatever you want to the pistols, but it's just pistols. Okay, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. So I haven't downloaded, I haven't re-downloaded the patch since they they did that big first update. So it's been a minute. It didn't wipe. It didn't wipe. I, I don't know if I didn't tell you that. So I downloaded it. I thought it wiped everything, but it did not. So I still was able to keep everything. That is interesting. cool. Um, but other than that, guys, um, last thing I'll hit you with is I went shopping. If you don't know me, I am a winter person. All of my outfits are based off of the winter. I am fly in the winter, summertime. I do not have anything. So we went to the Lancaster outlets and, uh, we went crazy. Uh, the biggest, like we went to Nike, Nike has some shirts. I got some shirts. Uh, we went to H and M, H and M had some shorts that I got the biggest place that took me by surprise. Puma. Puma's been stepping their game up. Um, I went in there. I found some shoes. I'll have to post them on uh, the Humble Threads, and I'll have to send a picture to Mike. But <clears throat> they're like these hiking Puma shoes. Like, they have the ankle kind of comes up, and the bottom, it's like crazy tread, and then the laces go in front of it. Really wild. And I looked at it online. They're usually like 70 to $80. I got mine for 30 So I said, man, I need to start coming down to the outlets. But I love those shoes. Ashley thinks they're ugly. But... um. With that note being said, my I came outside one time and all my neighbors were out. They're like, "Yo, Dave, I really like your shoes. I really like your shoes." And my neighbor's son was there, 
And Ashley was like, well, I, I hate him. I don't know. And I said, Zane, this is my neighbor's son's name is Zane. I said, Zane, let me tell you something, bro. Someone is always going to be hating. I said, Ashley is my number one hater. But guess what, man? Everyone else loves anything I wear. She's just my biggest hater. She wants me to wear, she's been buying me some stuff here and there, but she wants me to wear colorful shirts and, you know, colorful things and, and normal things like that. And I'm like, that's not me. I've always been the edgy, you know, alternative kid where I'll wear whatever. Mike has seen a lot of my outfits. Like, that's what I, I, I dress like I should be in a band, to be honest. But other than that, so, you know, it was a crazy time. But guys, that's our life. Welcome to the first half. Second half, we're about to dig into some good, juicy stuff. Um, but we're going to hit an ad. Hey, what's up, everyone? It's Mike. And David. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. We have quite a few topics here in the main section of the show today. Uh, a lot of gaming news is out right now. This seems to be one of the best years, one of the most fruitful Finally. years for video games. It's going to hurt both of our wallets, and it already has, and it will Jesus. continue to. Um, yes. So one of the most anticipated games of probably the decade has dropped. Uh, it is yep. Tears of the Kingdom, the follow-up sequel to Breath of the Wild, the Zelda game. Mm-hmm. Um I've already started seeing lots of video game reviewers claiming this could be the GOATI, the game of the year. Uh, when Breath of the Wild came out, that was game of the year. Um, I find it very hard to believe that another game will come out that will captivate an audience quite like Tears of the Kingdom is doing currently. Um, I know that like in regular uh, Breath of the Wild, they had this like very rudimentary crafting that you could do like you could blow up this one uh like balloon uh enemy and attach it to like a rock slab and then uh make that slab levitate and things like that but in this game they've basically pulled out all the stops you can craft literally almost anything and you can make and like vehicles armors weapons ways of traversing terrain you can create a jetpack um it's seemingly broken from the get-go, but it's so expansive, and it's basically the same map as Breath of the Wild, but now there's like a sky zone and like an underground zone. So there's three maps kind of on top of each other. It looks insane. I can't wait to play it, but I have something else that I want to play first before I'm going to dive into this game. But I know, David, you got the game. You've at least turned it on and tried some things. What's your like first impression and like what's your experience so far just like even getting the game? Well, guys, um, at first I was like, I don't really know if I want to. Like, I played uh, Breath of the Wild and I didn't beat it. I think it scared me because I think Breath of the Wild came out near COVID time. No, well before. No? Okay, a little bit before. So it, it scared me even more then because I remember I played it from 5 p.m. 
to 12 at night. Oh, yeah. And I said, I can't play this game. So I remember I was like, I need to put it down. But I never picked it back up. But um, I said, you know what? I haven't had a good Switch game in a while. Let me go to GameStop. Um, I had a $30 GameStop card, so I can use that. I also had the new Pokemon that I beat. I was like, whatever, we'll go in there. Um, they got, they had some extra copies. I said, cool. I forgot the game was $70. I was like, darn. But gave them my 30 sold Pokemon, which was like 30 so it was 60 And then I got a, I think it was either a 10 or a $5 thing from using my, or see my friend CJ's. PlayStation membership. I only had, or like GameStop membership, I only had to pay $3 for the game. No shit. Yeah, even the guy was like, holy crap. I said, that's how you use GameStop against GameStop. <laughs> and the guy just laughed. Um, but he was even talking about how Tears of the Kingdom should be game of the year. The only game that might contest it, and I doubt it'll beat it, is Spider-Man 2. Highly doubt Spider-Man 2 will beat it. I have a different, I have um, a different contender. Entirely different. There's a lot of there's a lot of games coming out this year that a lot of people haven't realized, and we'll probably even get into that as well. But um, I'm also I played it, I turned it on. I'm a sucker for Matt Mercer. Um, I love that guy. So you know he plays Ganondorf, I believe. Yes, he does. Um, so I was like, man, you know, it's it's always stunning and beautiful playing these games on a handheld that you can take anywhere, which is outrageous to me. Uh, I don't even have the OLED switch. I can imagine what it looks like on the OLED, but. From the little bit I played where I'm running around, I started cooking some things, uh, beating some stuff up. It's just fun to get back into a game that's calm and serene, has nice music. Um, the, the visuals are aesthetically pleasing, and I, I just can't wait to dive into it even more. I know a lot of people are rushing and beating it. it I think it's like 48 hours, I think, where you can beat the game. But I'm, of course, going to do side quests and just run around before beating the game because I want to enjoy it. So. Absolutely. That's exactly how I played uh, Breath of the Wild. I wanted to have that game last as long as possible. I wanted to yep. almost 100% it if I could uh, do all the things. So I'm definitely looking forward to playing Tears of the Kingdom. I know I'm going to play it. But however, <clears throat> there is one game God, coming out real. literally next week that I have pre-ordered. <sighs> so I get early access to it. And this is the game that I think is a contender for Game of the Year. Because the last time a game in this series dropped was about 11 years ago. So it is yeah. uh, it is just as long uh, of like uh time coming as Tears of the Kingdom. So it has just as much potential to be something incredible. I am obviously on team Tears of the Kingdom. I think it's going to win. I I played Breath of the Wild uh 6 years after it released. And it still shook me to the core with how good it was. Um, I think it came out in like 2014, 15, around there uh, when it dropped when the Switch dropped, uh, basically. Oh, I got it late. Then. Yeah. I picked it up. So I didn't, I didn't play it until I think 2020, like 20 yeah. or 2019, sometime around there. It was either 19 or 20 that I played it. So it was several years after it had released and it still smashed. So I know that whether I play Tears of the Kingdom this year, next year, in, thir- in 10 years, it's still going to be an amazing game. And I'm not so mm-hmm. certain that the, I could say the same thing about Diablo, but I think Diablo 4, which is the game that's dropping on June 1st for all pre-orders, um, I think it's going to be a contender, at least from a story perspective. 
it might not win the overall game of the year, but it might win best story of the year, possibly, um, or at least um, or somewhere or best cinematics. Probably uh, it could win. Um, Are you getting that on Xbox? Uh, yes, I'm getting it on my Xbox Series X, um, but it's cross plat. Um, so we so if you get it on PC, we can play um, and it's a full yeah. and it's the it's the first of the series of Diablo games that's fully open world past like the first initial starting area you can go yeah. you can just go forever and play and play and find and loot and find super rare items that no one else is ever going to find the drop rates are insane um the amount of extra stuff you can get in this game is nuts um just go watch the trailer it'll make your jaw drop what they're doing this this time around um yeah. absolutely incredible i bought the deluxe deluxe edition uh the, like the, oh, i bought so it was it was uh standard edition deluxe edition and then super deluxe i think i bought the super deluxe i was like this game has been uh, like 11 years in the making i'm going to play it for uh, the next decade probably it'll always be a game i'm going to come back to um yeah why not let's do it let's dive right in um and i bought yeah, the super deluxe version i get all these extra bells and whistles uh lots of different things um obviously it also bought you like the season pass um so that's it's already set you up for that it sets you up with a couple extra things and some like ornaments and, and what have you. But I'm super <sighs> excited for Diablo 4. It drops literally next week on Wednesday, I think. Um, so I might suddenly just... Wednesday the 1st? I think so, because I think Tuesday is the 30th. Uh, so Wednesday is the 1st, and uh, I'll have it then. So more to I'm come. I will, I will definitely give a review on the show when it drops, um, whenever that week ends up uh, working out. Obviously, we won't have an episode next week, um, but yeah, looking forward to talking more about Diablo 4. David, have you ever played any of the Diablo series? I've never been like, I don't, I've never been like a top-down kind of player. Um, also, I don't like top-down linear games that force me to go like wherever I, like wherever you're supposed to go. Um, the reason why this intrigued me because it's open world. You're allowed to go wherever you want to go. Uh, I think also D and D has opened my eyes to a lot of these games. Um, like Boulder's Gate is kind of like top down, do whatever you want. Um, I forget what that other one is called. It's like a series where it's like turn based, but it's top down. I can't remember what it's called, but I played that. I, I think I borrowed it from my friend. Hated it, but <laughs> I looked at this. The cinematics, the the classes you can choose, making your own character. Um, I recently even just downloaded the one that's, I think you can play online, that's on the uh, phone and it's on your computer or whatever, just to test it out. I really enjoyed it. I made a monk and I customized him. Um, but I also just love these games and I'm hoping maybe this will open our friend group back up again. We've been kind of closed because there hasn't been much to play, but just having fun again. You know, like we played New World and that kind of took us down a path. Where we would be like, all right, we're going to do this dungeon. We're going to reverse these guys. We're in here. Like, oh, this is fun. This game reminds me of that where, like, me and Mike can hop in. And Mike is whatever he is. And I'm a necromancer or whatever. I really want to be a necromancer. They, they are so but overpowered right now. It looks sick. They were, they were like, nuts in the you know, beta. I, I, I skipped the betas, but I can't wait. It's, this sucks. I'm going to explain why this sucks. But <laughs> this comes out the first. And... I like it's just gonna make me say like, hey Mike, like you want to hop on and play Diablo? We'll go in, burst a boss, grab like an armor drop, whatever we're getting. Um, and it seems like it's going to be able to, you know, last us for a very long time, whether there's DLCs or 
missions you can do. I, they haven't released how long it takes to beat the campaign, but I would imagine it would take long. But it just makes me excited again. Like we're hopping in. I get to make a sick character, have sick moves, reversing people, versing things. Um, but yeah. what sucks about it, y'all, that I'm just going to dive into the next topic with it. It comes out the first, like, this is the last time this, the last time this happened was before COVID. No games have been coming out like this, but we got Diablo 4, the first. We got Street Fighter 6 on Friday. $70 back to back. I can't do that. I can't do it. So I don't know what's going to happen. I have no idea. Um. Uh, at this time, I wish I beat Spider-Man. I probably could have sold Spider-Man because uh, I got that for Christmas, but I haven't beaten it yet, so I ain't going to sell it. But, um, yeah, man, um, I, don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think I don't know. I'm leaning more towards Diablo. I mean, think about it this Only... way. Like, you know if you buy Diablo, you know you got someone to play with. I'm not saying you don't have someone to play with when it comes to Street Fighter. But, like, Street Fighter, I think, for you is kind of like this guilty pleasure because you love that fighting game. And you you have a, a fighting deck with the joystick and the buttons. Like, I know you're an absolute fighting game nut uh, and you love that stuff. So I, I would respect either choice. But if you want to get that Diablo, man, I'll be right there hit, hitting those fields of enemies right there with you, going in for some dungeon bosses. Uh Mike is correct. I will say this. I think I'm just going to be Diablo. Only because, like I said, I miss gaming with my friends. As much as Street Fighter will be fun, I don't think there's going to be a lot of people who who will get Street Fighter. Um, Also for the simple fact that I could get Diablo, wait until I get paid again, and maybe someone will sell it used, and I could probably get a used copy maybe, because maybe someone will like it. Ain't no way you're going to get a used copy of Diablo. Mike, ain't no way. Not Diablo. Oh, Street Fighter? Not Diablo. Street oh, player. okay. I actually I can believe that. Or someone maybe will sell it on Facebook and be like, oh, I'm selling this. Who knows? I'll keep an eye out. But Diablo's right up my alley of I've I've missed being able to like Destiny is like that. You know, playing with Mike and Carolyn and everything. But there's I don't know how many is it four players for Diablo? I don't think there's a limit. See, this is what I'm talking <laughs> about, y'all. Like this because I like to get sucked into a game. Who knows? Maybe Billy will come out of retirement. If Billy Who joins this game, it's game over. Like he, this is, what this is the like, kind like, of game that Billy like eats. Like if you can remember games where it's like, yo, you getting on tonight? Yo, I'm getting on tonight. Yo, did you like level up your stuff to get? Yeah, I'm. All right, let's do it. Like we're gonna go do this dungeon, or I haven't beat this part of the story. Can you guys like come? Yeah, let's just get in there. Like you're drinking or or you're having some snacks. You're just having fun. Unforgettable memories. Um, who knows? Actually, this might even bring Jamie out of retirement. I don't know. I think Jamie would play this game. Carolyn's uh, Car- going to play. Um, oh, Car- Jesus. Me and Carolyn would run couch co-op in uh, Diablo 3 when we first got the house. We would play day in, day out. Back when I was streaming, we I would do like a date night stream where she would join the stream and we'd play Diablo together. Like it's a great like party game, couch game group game it's a good time it's it is obviously dark demonic evil in terms of its subject matter but the game the core game itself is, is a is a great it's story a great time yeah oh my god story this time around but, uh, blizzard outdid themselves 
I'm gonna have to start DoorDashing now. We're in trouble. Uh, <laughs> like we said, we got Diablo June first. We got Street Fighter June third. Um, this game this year is also the golden age of fighting games. If you haven't noticed, we got Street Fighter Six. This might be in order. I don't know. Street Fighter Six Tekken comes soon after that at the end of June, I believe. Tekken Eight. Um, I'm not the biggest Tekken like fighter. I do love Tekken. I, my favorite character is King. Um, also, just the disclaimer at the front, the reason why I love fighting games is because when they release a fighting game, we're not going to get another one of that game for like another five years to six years, so it's going to last. Um, but we have Tekken 6. We got Mortal Kombat 1, where they're rebooting and everything. It's going to be different. We got Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaichi 4. We I didn't think in my lifetime we would see this game. Like, this was a game that me and my friends loved playing. It was an amazing fighting game. I love it. Um, I think we're getting another game called Jumpstart, which is an anime fighting game that brings all the animes together to fight. Um, so we'll see how well that goes. We have Naruto, Ninja Storm, something, 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 something. Who knows? But I think it has to deal with his son. But that's coming out, which is crazy. Um, there's some other, like, low-key fighting games that are coming out. I really think... The one that is... What's that one game? I'm drawing a lot of blanks today. It's probably because of my allergies. <clears throat> fighting game? League of Legends. Oh, League of Legends. Yes, the League of Legends fighting game that they'll be making. I have a feeling that might be coming in on the tail end of this year. Because they started showing a lot last year. Um, either the tail end of this year or next year. So we got a lot of fighting games. Now we got Diablo 4. Um, and it seems like there's some other games that might be dropping this year that might pique some interest and everything. So I'm going to be broke, man. This $70, whoever proposed this $70 thing needs to eat it, okay? Or or at least make the digital, like, It's like every year it goes up 10 bucks. Oh, like, ah, the fighting games are killing me. Because I'm like, y'all got to really make it worth me paying $70. Ain't no way is it worth playing a fighting game for 70 bucks. Like, it's a no. good, good, good experience, no doubt. But you're... But like a seventy dollar game should have like big cinematic, should have big like like driving storylines. I give it not to just Street good Fighter play. though, because they have an open world mechanic. That's where true. You can go they do have that. That and then customize your own character. Then they have the battle hub where you can go and meet people and play people on the arcades. This is true. Um, they have a bunch of stuff. So I said that 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 works with it. Uh, Tekken Eight. Don't know the graphics are amazing but i don't know that one that one might be a wait for me um I, like i said i played tekken i'm not that big of a tekken fighter i do love that game but i feel like street fighter and mortal Kombat will be on the list for sure and dragon ball z for sure but this is like we've been waiting for this like i can't even remember the last time this happened but yeah god leave i gotta check this. mike what's the next topic i gotta check the bank account. talking about i gotta check the bank account. talking about things we've been waiting for um, for anyone out there that's a, that's a that's a fan of the Destiny franchise from Bungie, um, Destiny is kind of in its end game era of its overall story arc, and there's been a lot of things over the last couple seasons and expansions that have kind of led up to this final cl- climactic point where everything's going to come to a resolution, hopefully of some kind, um, and they've been. They've been calling this next big chapter the final shape. Um, you know, I don't know exactly how many more years of Destiny there are. I think back uh, two years ago, I think I heard there was like 10 years of Destiny planned. 
um, maybe taking us all the way up past uh, 2030. I don't know. Uh, I don't even know what games are going to look like in 2030. It feels so far away from that. Seven years from now. Um, uh, we might get a new Unreal by that I, point. A new Unreal. We probably have the Xbox Series X a thousand. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Seven. I mean, seven years isn't that long time for consoles, specifically the Xbox Series. But anyway, you get my point. New things are coming. But anyway, the final shape has finally released the trailer. The first time, the first sneak peek trailer at anything at all other than just a name um and this is not spoilers unless you haven't seen it so go see it real uh just go type in google anywhere final shape trailer you're if you are a fan of the destiny series and you've been um you know paying attention to the series for a while now you'll know that once upon a time Cade the uh vanguard head person for the hunters uh, was killed uh and he's and he's been mourned and they even have idolized him at the tower which is like the main hub area with a statue of uh, Takade. um he was such an amazing like comedic relief type character in that whole mm-hmm. story and this trailer opens up with Ikora, who's the lead uh, vanguard for the warlocks, and she's kind of talking like we, you know, we really could have used you. We, um, you know, where were you? We could have, you know, it would things could have been different, etc. Telling the stories of everything we dealt with as we came together with the cabal, and we 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 started fighting with uh, fighting together with people that we used to call our enemies and things like that. And then all of a sudden, the camera pans up, and there you see him. Uh, uh, he cocks his gun, uh, which is the Ace of Spades, and it's Cade, motherfucking Cade, uh, sitting there. And he, and they're like, we don't know where we are right now, but we're you know we're but we know we're here together or something. And there's Ikora and Cade. Um, it's interesting that Zavala's not there. Um, there's a glowing triangle. There's there's a glowing something right there is a ghost ikora has her ghost there with her um but i don't know go see it it it, i i have so many questions i can't wait to look up uh other uh, like uh content creators for destiny and see what their theories are me too but yeah somehow they managed to pull cade back from back from the death uh, back back from dead back from wherever he got obliterated to the day he got shot in the head and they killed his ghost and allegedly killed Cade. Um, but hey, Cade's back. And I'm so excited for the final shape. Um, it's coming. It has some it has to have something to do with the light. They have to be in the traveler or something. It has you to. could see it in the background because in the in the current season, like the traveler like opened up and then that dude called the witness like went into like that portal. So I think that whatever's on the other side of that portal is like where the light goes when it dies. Maybe that's my theory. Um, Hopefully, he comes back and they don't kill him for good. I swear to God, if they bring if they bring him back just to kill him, that is, you don't like, you don't. It's Bungie. Uh, I know. Anyway, um, but that's so. Not only did Bungie release the final shape trailer, they've also now released uh, the next big IP that they are going to be pursuing. Um, it is a reboot. And an, I guess an expansion on an original idea called Marathon. 
And Marathon is is really going to dig into this sci-fi futuristic world with like synth robots. But the ultimate idea is this is a PvP, person versus person, extraction shooter. Likely looter shooter. Um, we are currently playing in an alpha, right? Not, not even alpha, pre-alpha um, version of Dead Drop, which is a brand new extraction shooter uh, that's going to take place in this future sci-fi type um, uh, synth wave world space um i think that we are about to see a wave of extraction shooters hitting the market and i'm honestly i'm a little bit concerned for dead drop um i think dead drop has tons of potential it's got such a uh cult following of players that are coming back to it and, and competing in this unfinished environment just because the game is functional and it's fun overall but to see a uh, a company like Bungie that uh is was purchased by Sony not too long ago now having this massive budget to then execute on a on a game when they already basically figured out first person looter shooters to a T um if they can knock it out of the park and make an extraction shooter that can that will actually hold a candle against Doc's uh dead drop I think I think we've got it. I think we got. I mean, only the best things come out of like a race for the best. You know what I mean? Like a race for the finish line. So yeah, I we know that I feel like... we know that marathon's not slated until twenty twenty five. Dead drop was uh, potentially slated to uh, to drop next year in twenty twenty four. So will they beat them to the punch or will it, it? I don't know. What do you think? I think <clears throat> so. What the issue with those two, like, I think Marathon won't be in the same category only because it'll be an extraction shooter, but a futuristic extraction shooter that will probably be amazing. Bungie makes amazing games, um, especially since they got out from underneath uh, whoever they were under with the lawsuit and everything. Um, but I think what Dead Drop still has their own like field of view is for is like. They're more of the Fortnite in extraction shooters right now because trying to do, uh, I, even though it's probably going to take them a while to get this done, but trying to get the, you know, Web3 gaming stuff together, uh, the NFTs, connecting your MetaMask wallet, having a separate category to play in that space, um, and if they can combat, which it seems like they're already taking steps to combat uh, hackers and stuff where your wallet will be ha- like locked. After that session, um, anything that might be questionable, they will review, etc. Especially there's AI now that reviews game and can tell if you're hacking or not, will expel you out of the game. Um, but they have that. Rob has been big talking about modding in the game, such as like Fortnite with their, you know, creating their own worlds and stuff or letting people create their own stuff through Unreal Engine. So they're exploring that where, you know, we'll be able to make our own tower maps or our own game modes in there, such as like Forge and those two. So I think they're trying to expand more on what they're making, where, yes, that drop at its whole will be an extraction shooter, PvP, PvP, PvE, because I think they'll be introducing PvE eventually um, with factions and stuff. But not only that, you can do the 
all right, you got the web through gaming with the NFTs. You can mod your own stuff and make your own game modes in the game mode um, and so forth and so on. So I think they're going to be able to spread out through what they have. Marathon does seem like it's probably one niche as far as extraction shooter. They probably won't have the NFT thing. Um, Definitely not. And Kevin was just, my, our friend Kevin was just messaging me about it saying, do you think they'll have a um, marketplace? Probably not. You probably won't be selling your guns or stuff. I don't, I don't see Bungie doing, doing that where it's like a, uh, what's it called? Like a CSGO marketplace. I highly doubt it. Um, who knows? Maybe you can trade guns with people. I don't know, but I don't think there'll be any type of real currency in there as far as like the American dollar or whatever else it'll be. But maybe you will be able to sell guns, grab new stuff and go in through there. But I have full faith in Bungie. Um, they brought Destiny from the brink of almost being dead from Destiny 1 to one of the most amazing MMO uh, games out there. So we'll see. But I'm excited for it just because that trailer. I've, I've told Mike this. Bungie makes me feel like I'm on some psychedelic drug every time we get into either Destiny or see something new from them. So um, I'm hyped. I'm hyped. Should be good. And of course, right now, uh, as of I think as of recording this podcast, the big yeah. PlayStation event took place. Um, now, yep. I am not a PlayStation player. I have not owned a PlayStation since oh boy, probably like two thousand and two, three. I think the last PlayStation I had was PlayStation Two. No, I had a, mm. I did have a PS Three briefly um, at one point in college, but. Yeah, I don't know. I've always been more I've always leaned closer to Xbox as like a preferred console for me. But that also means I've missed out on quite a few exclusives through uh, PlayStation. But I know, David, uh, any, anything that's coming out on this showcase that's got you hype? Yeah, I mean, um, guys, one good thing is now a lot of this stuff is starting to be cross platform. So Spider-Man just recently came on Spider-Man one and Miles Morales just recently came to PC, which is cool. Um, but there's a lot of interesting games that, that came out. Uh, there's going to be another wave, I think, just like Mike said, of uh, extraction shooters. It seems like there's a lot, there's a new wave of this um, PvP grab money and deposit the money and be the last team standing type game. Um, we just saw that. I forget what the game was. There was a beta out for it. Doc and Tim were playing a lot of it. Um I, can't, I really can't remember the name of it, but it was like you grab the money, you put it in the thing, and then you move on. Uh, but it seemed okay. It didn't seem like anything fancy to me that, that I would play. Uh, they just revealed a game called Fair Games, which seems like the same thing. It looks like you break into a bank, you steal the money, and leave. Uh, but you will be versing other teams with that. All those seem pretty cool. Um, it's being funded by Ubisoft and EA um, and Stadia alums Jade uh, Raymond. So it seems like, you know, I, I don't, EA has still has a, you know, weird taste in my mouth from a lot of the things that they've canceled um, because they're losing money with certain things, like a lot of the Star Wars games. Lord knows when we're going to see this open world Star Wars game. That was supposed to come out this year. and They keep upsetting me. If I can see another Star Wars game that they're releasing and they don't release it, I'm going to lose it. Uh, but this one's called Fair Games. It's going to be on PS5 and PC, which is kind of cool. Square Enix just made a... Uh, what is that squid game on switch uh uh i i can't think of it i don't know whatever I, it is guys it's not i mean i bought it and i i played it once with cj and that was it i blame him for making me buy it but square enix is making an, a game kind of Platoon. in the vein of that called splatoon, splatoon. Yeah. 
This one's called Foam Stars. Um, it seems like you cover the map in foam, and there's characters with different things. Not really Whoa. curious about that, but we can move past it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, we got Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater. Um, I believe, I think they said it was a remake, uh, which is considered by many one of the best entries in the series. Yeah, so it's a remake. Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater. So the remake in that, that makes me think that they're probably going to make a new Metal Gear Solid. I've never really gotten into those games. I would probably watch somebody play it. Uh, Mike, once again, talking about Marathon. I'll probably be watching videos on that continuously tonight of people explaining it. I can already see Destiny people on, that I watch on YouTube diving deep into the trailer and talking about it. Seems pretty interesting. We got the most useless thing from PlayStation, and I don't know why they're selling it. <laughs> we got a handheld PlayStation like switch um it's made out of the ps5 controller but your ps5 i think either has to be on or in sleep mode and you have to be in the vicinity of it like the wi-fi so it's mirrored play which i kind of do on my pc but i i don't know why i don't know i don't know why you would want that me personally um I feel like if I'm at my house and I want to play my video games, I'm just going to sit down at my PS5. So that's just me. Um, and then they came out with earbuds. Another waste of money. Uh, but the next biggest, I'd say the biggest thing from this showcase was Spider-Man 2. Um, me and Mike were talking about it. And I know this, Mike was saying he, he really doesn't like those type of games. And I said, that understandable. I usually know the type of games that Mike likes. Um, but like I love the superhero games where this it's more story driven, but I do like using the powers and feeling like them. But man, that they showed a lot of gameplay. It's twelve minutes. It was a trailer with the gameplay, which was kind of cool. Um, they showed Peter Parker in a symbiote suit. I like the redesign of the symbiote suit. Um, it looks nasty, which means good, but it really looks gross. Like having the symbiote on him looks so gross. Uh, but that's cool, and you, it has a GTA kind of function where you switch back and forth between Miles and Peter. Which I think is a great ex exploration on um, superhero games. I feel like they should make an X-Men game in that vein. Where you can switch from Cyclops to Storm uh, to Professor X. And kind of just see who's on different missions. And maybe you just pop in and they're fighting you know, whoever. And you kind of go into that mission. And it's kind of an open world thing. Which I think is kind of cool for a single player aspect game. Um, kind of like Ultimate Alliance. But I believe that's about it. There's some other stuff in here. Uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage. I've kind of fallen off the Assassin's Creed bandwagon. I don't know why they keep making it. Uh, Alan Wake 2. Um, Street Fighter 6 got some new stuff that they showed about the tour mode, which is kind of cool. I know a lot of people like Dragon's Dogma. Dragon's Dogma 2 got a gameplay reveal. Five Nights at Freddy's Help Wanted. I imagine they would have that in here because the movie's getting ready to come out. Um, they said late 2023 is when, when it will come out. Um, Resident Evil 4 remake VR mode, sure. Uh, another zombie shooter game, like nothing, uh, nothing too crazy. Destiny 2 stuff that we saw. Gran Turismo movie got a teaser, but other than that, that's about it, man. But the PlayStation 5 event kind of blew Microsoft out of the water. I'm gonna keep it a buck. So that's that's what we got going on, guys. Mike, is there anything you know? There's, there's some PS5 crossover stuff. Anything that you're particularly hype about, it could be stuff we already mentioned, to be honest. Marathon, uh, Destiny 2. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's honestly going to, out of any of this um, super hype about Marathon as, as the most recent release, and of course, Destiny 2's Final Shape, um, 
obviously final shapes not coming out for for a little while but we, we don't really have that much more other than that quick teaser to go off of but the bungee marathon uh uh trailer i guess was fairly like in, like did you ever play the the original game not the i did not but... so i actually don't have any any point of reference for marathon um okay. as far as what the game style or feel will look like but if they take the same energy from destiny 2 as far as the as far as the first person shooter um pb pvp experience goes i think they're gonna have something really special um there's there's obviously ways they could ruin it um i i don't think it should be third person i don't think it should be over the shoulder i think if they do that like Fortnite, i think they're making a big mistake um Agreed. but we shall see but out, out of all of that that's what i'm i'm most excited for i agree with mike um i think marathon in uh, destiny 2 and probably spider-man 2 is the biggest thing but i think marathon i'm very interested on because we get a lot of these extraction shooter games and they're kind of built around the same theme uh, but this is a brand new game brand new feel and i i always have uh, we never played like this but i always have this mindset in extraction shooters where we can go in like SEAL Team 6, like me and Mike are in there. And I think it would be funny to even have like a uh, soundboard where it sounds like we're on walkie-talkies. And I could be like, Mike, like I think someone's coming around the corner. Like, you know, duck down, duck down. Like, we duck down. We're going around. We wipe them out. Another team's coming in. Um, I really like slow-paced games like that where we can think more. Kind of like uh, Call of Duty's DMZ that, you know, kind of fell off. But if they can mimic that, I think it would be really cool. But that's about it, y'all. But we, we, we went through a lot. We went through a lot today. Uh, we had Mother's Day this past weekend, correct? Or was it two weeks? It was the past. These weekends blend together, guys. Either one. But we had Mother's Day. Um, Mike, of course, went to go cook out. Me and Ashley, you know, did the same thing. But we kind of went to a beer garden, which was kind of cool. Season of the Deep is out. Go check it out if you haven't played Destiny yet. Now's the perfect time, especially with all the stuff coming out. And we're about to get um, the new expansion. Uh, that's about to come out. I think next year, the final next shape, year. as far as what I could see. Uh, yeah, and then we got uh, we're back on Titan with that, which is also pretty cool. And underwater, we get to fish, catch maybe a short of me and Mike fishing. Who knows? Um, Mike chopped the tree down, put that bad boy right in the forest, saved it for some firewood. Maybe we'll be having a fire soon. Who knows? Uh, he's still playing Dark Souls three. He's the furthest he's ever been in the game. Sometimes you gotta put that game down and come back to it. That's the that's the type of games I like. Mike's called Rubik's Cube. Uh, challenges with people at work. A Rubik's Cube off, if you will. Uh, I feel like he needs to record that and, and put it somewhere because I feel like that'd be an interesting time to see. Uh, he cracked the seal on the grill. We both have. It's time to get that grilling out. Time to put some meat on that grill and watch it, you know, get nice and flavorful and tasty. Who knows? Maybe we'll put some recipes up. Now we're more active on the Instagram. I feel like our recipes come out and flourish more during the summertime. Mike has been watching Doctor Who. Um, and he says, you know, they keep going back. It's a little, uh, what was the word? Hokey, yeah. Cheesy. I believe. Low budget. <laughs> Cheesy. Yeah. So if you just want something funny and you enjoy that type of stuff, give it, give it a watch. I don't know. You got to hear my outrageous, outrageous story of my bank, which was a crazy week in general. Uh, 10 out of 10 wouldn't recommend. Um, I got to go see the guardians movie. I thought it was really good. Very heartfelt. Um, if you haven't seen it, definitely go see it. Great send-off for the characters. I think James Gunn is, is moving in a better direction as he is um, directing, especially now that he's heading up DC. So we'll see what he does. Um, I've been thinking about making some custom D&D &D dice. I'm going to be looking into it more. 
Um, and who knows if you love D and D, be on the lookout for my Etsy. I might be putting some up and, uh, you know, flashing them around on social media. Uh, we'll see themed ones. I went shopping. If you haven't gone shopping, definitely go to maybe an outlet or something. Get yourself some summer clothes. Uh, I trust outlets more than TJ Maxx and J or TJ Maxx, Marshalls and all that. Cause I feel like the clothes just get ruined quicker, but that stuff is name brand stuff and can't, can't cut it. A lot of it's on sale. Uh, we got to talk about Tears of the Kingdom. I'm probably going to play that once we get off, to be honest. I'm going to shower, lay in bed, probably have a little snacky snack, and then do some stuff and hit some people with some sticks because I haven't gotten the sword yet. Uh, we got Diablo 4 dropping June 1st. Dear God, gamers, we're about to be struggling. We're about to be freaking broke. Uh, it's going to be wild. But um, we also got Street Fighter 6 coming out Friday, which is going to be crazy. So... It's going to be a lot of battling to see who's going to make more money this year as far as things dropping at the same time. Uh, we have a bunch of fighting games dropping, uh, Street Fighter, Tekken, uh, Dragon Ball Z, and then we also have I'm thinking, Mortal Kombat, which is going to be kind of cool. We watched the final shape trailer. Cade is back, the man in charge, the guy with the revolving gun, and the merc with the mouth is what I like to also say. He's definitely like Deadpool. Uh, we got Bungie Marathon. If you haven't checked it out, definitely go check it out. It's going to be interesting as this divulges further. Hopefully, they give us maybe some betas. Uh, seems like a lot of companies are giving betas now to make sure things are working more, kind of taking the dead drop aesthetic of things, which I hope so because I would love to see it and see how customizable things are. That's what I've been seeing. Uh, we got the PlayStation event. A lot of stuff going on with that. A lot of stuff going on. So definitely go on YouTube, um, dig through it, and see what else you guys can find through what we said. Absolutely. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to leave a rating on your podcast platform of choice. We particularly like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Great spot to leave a review for us. <clears throat> and consider sharing the show with a friend. It really helps the podcast reach new listeners. Yes, guys. And if you haven't already, you need to. Um, we've been posting a lot on Instagram. So go on over there. Um, I think it's the Humble Pod Network, I believe. Um, we post a lot. Uh, we post on our stories. Maybe we might ask you guys some questions. We might throw recipes up there. Who knows? I, we've been keeping up to date more of it. And we're definitely will be putting reels on there. Uh, me and Mike are trying to make an effort of just re-listening to the podcast, clipping some stuff and putting it on there. Um, we'll be putting our trailer out there and hopefully we'll get some more listeners. Uh, we do have our YouTube. We're trying to get on that for the shorts as more, but I feel like Instagram is more of our platform. We can hit you with everything in there. Um, and a little sneak peek, if you guys didn't know, apparently Instagram is going to be uh, rolling out a new thing in it that's like Twitter. So we'll be able to do more things with that, which will be kind of cool. So I think as we go on, YouTube might phase out for us and we might go on Instagram more. Um, and of course, find us on any podcast platform that you may use we're literally everywhere Woo, guys i don't know what else i can say man stay stay sniffly stay having a scratchy throat because i'm dying right now allergies are and so as bad. always <laughs> it's so bad and as always man stay humble